0: welcome 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 Daniel Gilman alongside Josh Levy another rendition of the famed Peaky Blinders podcast by order of the Peaky Blinders Josh and I still just trying to uh, trying to wrap our head around the fact that Peaky Blinders was not nominated for the 2020 Emmys but we decided, you know what, instead of boycotting talking about the show, we're just going to pretend that Peaky Blinders got nominated for every single award and still just break them all down. How does that sound? I'm down for this. I'm down for this. We're
1: just trying to punch, punch, pump out content as much as possible. As I always say, that's the motto
0: of the show. We're pumping out content because we're still waiting out here. Yeah, we are. We are waiting. We are excited to cover Gangs of London with you when it drops on national television worldwide AMC October 1st. So we will have plenty of content for our favorite show of 2020 until our real favorite show decides to come back maybe 2021, but this is an Emmys episode. This is our special Emmys podcast. If you want to check out any of our other podcasts, you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Peaky podcast. We're on Twitter at by order of Peaky. And of course you can email us at B O O T Peaky blinders at gmail.com. Josh and I just knocked out a few episodes last week that we threw on to our Patreon, which is a special spot that you guys can hear extra podcasts. You can hear any extra content. You can see some funny pictures and that's patreon.com slash by order of peaky. We broke down the Peaky video game that came out and we do have some comments and so we'll read that at the end if you remind me to get to the, the listener feedback, Josh. And also, we just had an episode that really dissected Tommy Shelby's opinion of an almighty God and what the ghosts involved in the last few seasons and maybe involved in the next season that Anthony Byrne and Stephen Knight have talked about in Q and a s. We really had ourselves a we had ourselves a little bit of a God spiritual episode, Josh, and that was a lot of fun to talk about.
1: Always a lot of fun to, to dive into the mind of Tommy Shelby because we know that everything on the show is purposeful with Tommy. And whenever we just get Tommy by himself, it really, it, it gets deep and it could have several different meanings any way that you want to take it. I think, that, I think that that's purposeful by, by the showmaker. So uh, it's, it, it's a great
0: episode. It's a lot of fun. Take a listen. So what we're going to do today, and I'd love if you guys want to do it with us, you can send us your picks. Josh and I are going to make a selection, whether we've seen all of the shows in a category or not. And then on September 21st, we will then review our selections, because the Emmys will be airing on September 20th on ABC. We've got it's a whole slew of, uh, of fun people that are going to be nominated and announcing, and it's awards hosted, of course, by Jimmy Kimmel, but Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live will be there, Josh Gad, Tatiana Maslani, and Laverne Cox. So I know I'm excited. I haven't watched an award show, Josh, since the pandemic. I know there's been a few of them. I, have you seen any like the country music I think was a few months ago mm-hmm. you see anything you know through COVID with awards or th- will this be the first
1: this this will be the first I mean to be honest before we dive into it I've been slacking hard with watching a lot of these shows but there's definitely some that I have watched because I was studying for the bar if as as everybody knows uh, take a but- shot
0: all the peaky diehards <laughs> Josh talks yeah. about the
1: bar but we <laughs> we will dive in. I haven't seen any 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 of the uh, award like the award shows or even been like really in the news. I I didn't even know they were but like you've really seen, going
0: on. You've seen all right. I'm gonna say right now, I bet that Josh has seen at least two shows in every category.
1: Probably, probably. Okay, so let's. Yeah, we, we I, I'm I, I'm just not on your level right, right now. Right, I've probably seen six get or
0: seven of every category. But let's dive in. Let's jump it off with drama series. All right, outstanding drama series, Josh. I'm going to run through them. You can mention which one you have seen and which one maybe you want to see. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what, this is probably the toughest one right off the bat because we've got the newest season of Better Call Saul, the third season of The Crown, the, I think, fifth or sixth season of Handmaid's Tale, which just keeps getting nominated, third season of Killing Eve, inaugural season of The Mandalorian. I think it was third season of Ozark. A while ago, we had third season of Stranger Things and the incredible second season of succession. Oh my goodness. Wait, wait, tell me what you have seen in this.
1: So I've seen I haven't finished. I've seen a lot of the shows I haven't finished. Oh, to be Joshua. Honest. I know. I know. Better call Saul, I'm behind on. So this is going to be spoiler free, okay? Yep. So spoiler not, free. This is all going to be spoiler free. Uh Ozark, I'm I have like 3 episodes left of the season. Don't ask me why I haven't finished. This that, is was, usually like, not that was
0: like back in tiger king days this know? is not like
1: me this is not like me i usually finish shows stranger things i've seen i love stranger things succession i'm still on season one but it's a good show i definitely want to sit down and watch it um handmaid's tale i haven't seen but i really want to see it what else what were the other a
0: mandalorian i haven't seen i'm not i'm not a big star wars guy but oh, i heard it's good. Mandalorian's so good all right well it's good wh- why don't you make a pick and then i'll kind of give a little you know, I've seen all these shows, so I'll kind of give a little synopsis for the people who may be interested in one of these shows. Well, I'm gonna go out on a limb and I, I, I'm gonna say which show is gonna win, even though that, I have. I, I that's what I'm watched. saying. I want you to make a pick.
1: Right. I think Succession is gonna win. I've I've heard way too many good things about that show, uh, rave reviews about this past season that it was better than the first. It was so, so good. I I heard it was amazing. I I've seen a few episodes. the The cast is great. It's funny. It's serious. It has this like satire to it, you know, to the whole to the whole thing. It kind of reminds me of Gangs of London of Tad, not in like the violent way, but in the sense that it's like a family, you know, a very powerful family, and everyone's, you know, clawing at the bit to, to go to go at each other kind of thing. But I I am gonna
0: go on a limb and say that Succession is gonna win. So I will say Succession. I thought was the one that was most robbed by the pure garbage that was giving Game of Thrones last season's Emmy. So yeah. luckily, no more Game of Thrones. They won so many of them. Peaky Blinders obviously got snubbed. That's the number one snub here. I think Yellowstone was probably someone, the show that was right up there. I don't know how the dates work too because Yellowstone has just finished their season while all these shows have kind of been wrapped for a while. Succession season two was incredible. Ozark season was is the one that I am going to, I'm going to pick Ozark just because of, the reaction from america lots of everyone was saying that it was like the best season
1: of television that they've seen since breaking bad
0: yeah it was really good i would say that better call saul had the best season of tv I, this uh, year in my better, opinion
1: better call saul is just it's it's an extension of breaking bad you know it's 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 the same kind of directing you know and,
0: and they're doing the same thing vince gilligan is making it better as it goes along the first two two three seasons are really slow burn same thing yeah. as breaking bad and now it's getting really every episode is really really good which is why i haven't finished to be honest because it was just, slow, slow yeah but
1: it's still really entertaining and i love the the uh like the drawn out plot line and how it's just like slowly but gradually getting getting through and i i love uh, Saul, Saul Goodman. He's just like an amazing television character.
0: So, Killing Eve is an enjoyable watch. It's something on uh, AMC. I think it's on Hulu with Jodie Comer, who who won the Emmy last year, and um, oh no, forgetting her name, Sand something with an S, Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh. Just the two of them are so much fun. The season was fun. I would recommend that highly. I thought The Crown dropped off because they changed actors and moved forward in time. I thought Handmaid's Tale has been dropping off because it seems to be the exact same plot every single season. They try to get the baby out of the bad area and then the baby gets back in. And that's something that kind of drove me crazy. And if you at all are interested in Star Wars, The Mandalorian is an absolute must watch, really fun, something that they were able to churn out during the quarantine because it's mainly just, you know, a lot of graphics and, and not a lot of filming in person. So I'm expecting season two right. soon. So Josh and I have our picks. He picked Succession for drama, which I think for sure could win. I've got Ozark, something that my gut doesn't necessarily agree with. I thought it was a fun season. I thought there was one episode that was revolutionary towards the end. And the actor that played Tom was, you know, came out of nowhere. The one who kind of looked like Keanu Reeves. I don't know if you've seen any of the season yet. That plays- no, uh,
1: I've I've seen six episodes and just like, Super busy and why I haven't been able to watch. Well, the reason why is because
0: it's okay, it's all right. Let's yeah. just let's keep going through. All right, <laughs> comedy comedy series. We can spend a little bit less time on on some of these smaller ones, but comedy series. We've got Curb, Dead to Me, The Good Place, Insecure, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Schitt's Creek, and What We Do in the Shadows. I'll tell you right off the bat, there's way too many cat that shows in this category. I I think a lot of them are political. Like I, I'm not sure. I know there's a huge cult following around the Kaminsky method and around what we do in the shadows, but I'm going to throw those out right now because neither of us have seen either of those. But for me, I don't know about you, Josh, for me, it comes down to curb your enthusiasm, the good place and marvelous. Miss Maisel.
1: I, curb, curb, yeah. curb, curb. A million curb was times. really good. I mean, it, the, the reason why curb is so good is because they've been doing it for so long and to take the time off and to like have the same people in the show be, as good as they were when they when they before they 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 took that huge gap off was is is amazing to me and the fact that it's like not scripted at all and it's all
0: improvised makes it makes it brilliant. I'm gonna go ahead and oh I want to disagree with you and I want to give it to the good place because they had a phenomenal finish. It was their final season. They moved from you know NBC to Netflix and kind of had like some of some dual stuff going on there. And Marvelous Miss Maisel had a phenomenal season. It was really funny. It felt like a long time ago. And Curb was kind of recent. And Curb just stole all of the perfect Trump jokes. And you know they're going to come out firing with a quarantine season. Fleabag won it last year, for those that are wondering. So we'll have a new crown champion here in the comedy series. Josh and I will both go with Curb. But I think The Good Place is another one of those things that politically may end up taking the crown. Um, Limited series, Josh. Tell me if you've seen any of these because I've seen all of them. Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. Oh, I think you've seen it. that. Love it. Mrs. America on Hulu featuring Kate Blanchett. Saw a little bit of it. Unbelievable on Netflix, which had uh, uh, what was her name? The girl from oh, uh, uh, what was that movie? The one with uh, with Jonah Hill's sister, Booksmart. The girl from oh, Booksmart. 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 Yeah, she plays. Um, I believe it was someone accused of rape and nobody kind of believed her, or excuse me, she accused someone of rape, sorry, and nobody kind of believed her, and that was, I watched that, but it was, feels like so long ago, Unorthodox, which was the story about, really good, um, yeah, about the Orthodox Jews, and the woman who tried to escape, who was kind of forced to marry into them, a real good look into their lives, and the life of that style of people, and then Watchmen, which I don't think should be considered a limited series, but I think it's just going to win. It's not even ah, going to be played. It's been so
1: long. It feels like it's been so long, but it hasn't really been that long since that show came. I mean, I'm going to go off and say
0: Low Little Fires, Fires is Everywhere. Yeah. It, it's, it's gonna. Win.
1: That was so well done. And, a lot of, and, it's, and it's based off a of novel. It's, yeah, it's, so that's why these
0: limited series, every one I believe is based off of a novel except for Watchmen, which is well, based Watchmen off like of com- comics.
1: But it wasn't hundred percent like accurate with the comics, right? Man. It shouldn't
0: have been a limited series. Like a lot of a lot of shows, they win this award because they're able to squeeze themselves into limited series, and it's only because Damon Lindelof said it's only going to be one season, so there it's technically a limited series. But I mean, tell me, tell me about Little Fires Everywhere quickly.
1: Little Fires Everywhere with Reese Witherspoon, Kerry Washington, and I wish you guys could see my face because I do a really good Kerry Washington impersonation
0: like very good she bothers me so much but
1: that's why she's such a good actress she might
0: be the most hateable character in a show since ramsey bolton that's my, she's, my call but that's
1: that's because she plays it so well to the point where you want to hate her correct so reese witherspoon carrie washington all of the uh, the uh, younger children of of reese witherspoon in the show are just really good as well her husband i forgot i forgot what is what is what the actor's name is Does a oh really come on class. it's it's from the mighty ducks i know but i forgot the actor's name
0: Oh, let's see what
1: it is. But just a really good show. The music is great. Like, there's a, there's a few songs in that show that I listen to all the time now, just that I didn't know before. Um, it's a really good, you know, kind of twist at the end. It, it gradually increases every episode. It was one of those where it dropped weekly. So it wasn't, it wasn't a bingeable show right off the bat. Yeah, and so I, I like
0: that because I don't think it yeah. had the bingeability. It, it, right, it, every I episode agree. was really meaty. And his name was Joshua Jackson. Right, he was he was phenomenal. Like Yeah, he was great.
1: The, like the the emotions of, of of the actors and actresses in that show really really caught my eye and 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 the reason why I mentioned that it's based off a book and that why I think it's so good is cuz a lot of shows that base themselves off of novels and movies sometimes are duds. Like they're not always that great, but this one this one took the
0: cake and it was phenomenal. And if there was an award josh and I don't know how many people out there are going to get this, but you will. If there was an award for shows that perfectly depicted the younger version of the actresses oh, I love it. oh my god it was so well done every time they had reese it witherspoon's was 18 it was year old self i'm like that is reese witherspoon it was
1: it was kind of creepy. And same with Carrie Washington. And same too. with like,
0: the, yep, yep, same with the they girl. They did a
1: great job. Like the fact that they have to like cast those characters perfectly. Like how do they find that?
0: Like They had the girls. like she talked just like Carrie Washington I know, and do, walked yeah. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: Do they like post like a flyer like hey, like if you look like
0: Carrie Washington, try out for this show. Like I don't even care if you're not a good actor or actress. Please it try out. Yeah. All right. Lead actor in a, By the way, the 2019 winner for limited series was Chernobyl. So that'll be hard Ooh. to top. That was so good. Feels like so long ago that came out. That was a long time ago. ago. Such a great show. All right, so Billy Porter is going to try to repeat as lead actor in a drama series. I still haven't seen an episode of Pose. I feel very bad about that. But I've seen the other shows. So we've got Jason Bateman, Ozark. Mm -hmm. Sterling K. Brown for, what is it? The 40th season of This Is Us. This Is Us. Steve Carell for The Morning Show. And then the duo of Brian Cox and Jeremy Strong for Succession. Even though Jeremy Strong spent the entire season wallowing, I guess he got nominated as a lead actor. I'm
1: still laughing, man. I'm still <laughs> laughing at the Sailing K. Brown. That's fucking hilarious. All right, carry on. All right, what do you, what do you think here? This one, I, I uh, really think this is a toss-up. I'm going to go with Jason Bateman. I mean, mm-hmm. because the role he plays in Ozark is like similar to the roles that he plays in other movies and television shows, but at times he's completely different. Like he has that funny twist where he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to go fuck myself. Like kind of a <laughs> kind, of, kind of attitude. But he's so good at playing that that character. And this time he's like money laundering for the cartel. And he's, you know, in deep shit all the time. And the way that he twists himself out of that deep shit all the time. I think he's phenomenal. The fact that he also produces the show. I think he... He, he might direct a couple episodes too. Yeah, I appreciate you Like, he's just so good at the role. And he he makes you laugh. But I also feel sorry for him at the same time. in that show so well. I'm
0: going with Jason Bateman. I, I think Bateman... May win there was one, there's one scene, Josh, that you I don't, I'm not sure you've gotten to yet. That's just incredible where he just pulls together just an unbelievable performance in crazy circumstances in Mexico. Yeah. But uh, I'm going with Brian Cox. I think Brian Cox should have won last season. I think Brian Cox had an unreal second season as the patriarch of succession. And if you haven't checked the show out, Josh and I have talked about it enough. Give it three episodes. Give yeah. it three. I told. Talked to my grandparents yesterday. They hated it after two episodes. Because you know, the main character is really sick and you think he's going to die and it's really pot, you know negative stuff. But, spoiler alert, he gets better. And Brian Cox is very strong in season two. That's my pick. The reason why I didn't go with Bateman and Josh is because I'm going with Laura Linney for lead actress in a drama series. She is Walter White. This is her show. And she absolutely dominates it. Some of the other nominees, Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show, Olivia coleman who plays the queen in *The Crown*, then you got Jodie Comer, who won it last year, along with Sandra Oh, which kind of splits up your opinion there. In *Killing*, are we are we getting Christina Applegate
1: in in that category for best
0: actress? This is drama series, so no. Ah, and okay. then lastly, Zendaya for *Euphoria*, who I I, I think seen... could could do- could totally win. I love Zendaya, love *Euphoria*. I ha- so
1: I watched like two episodes of *Euphoria*, and it was like this is like I usually don't care about this, but like it's so graphic, dude. Like. I, I, I was like, I don't need to see this right now. Like, yeah. a lot of the times, I'm like, I'm like I am like I could have done without this. You could have, like, depicted it in a different way. But, um, I mean, I'm going to go ahead with Ozark again. I think yeah, Lenny. I, I think Laura Lenny's going to win. She does a really good job at making you hate her. Like, as we said with Carrie Washington, I can't stand Laura Lenny in the show. Like, she pisses me off, but that's because she, she's such a good actress. Like, Skylar White, like, I hated Skylar White in Breaking Bad, but that's because the actress did such a good job in making me hate
0: her. So then we got lead actor in a comedy series, Anthony Anderson, Blackish, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Ted Danson, The Good Place, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy, Shits Creek, and Rami Youssef in a show called Rami. This is probably the thinnest category, and we will spend the least amount of time on it. So uh, I mean I honestly you gotta you got watch.
1: I've seen some some Schitt's Creek episodes, so I'm gonna go with Eugene Levy just because he's hilarious to look at.
0: I'm actually gonna go with Eugene Levy as well. He's so funny to look at. I I I think I have a little bit more background than you. I think he is unbelievable, and he's just. I think Ted Danson is someone that could for sure win. Just also one of those, you know, the good places last season. He put a lot into it. He he really revamped his career from someone who sometimes showed up in Curb, but you know, because he's the star of the show. But I'm going with Eugene Levy. Now you got your girl, Christina Applegate, dead to me. Rachel Brosnahan, the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Linda Cardellini, it. dead to me. It. You don't like her? It. Oh, she's great. She's, she's from- good at making me hate her. Yeah, you're right. We've talked <laughs> about her, though. She's in the, the Avengers. The, and
1: The theme of the show is actors and actresses that are good at making you hate them. In Bloodline, I hated her. Yeah, she was really good. Oh, my blah, God, blah. she's annoying. But All right,
0: Catherine O'Hara, Shit's Creek. Issa Rae, Insecure. And Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish. Who do you got? Oh, I'm going with Rachel Brosnahan. I I gotta give a little love to to my girl Marvelous Miss Maisel.
1: So like I've I haven't fully watched the show. I've seen like little bits, but like she does a really good job. Like when I've seen her and she like and people rave about Marvelous Miss Maisel. So like that that's gonna win. I love Christina Applegate in Dead to Me. She
0: was so good. I think she's got a shot. I think Dead to Me has such a great review and a base and everyone loves the show. But the problem is you got two that are nominated and that's always tough.
1: Yeah, I mean, Veronica Corningstone forever, man. Like that's, forever. she'll forever be Veronica Corningstone in my eyes. She, she's good at being the bitch, you know, the bitch mom who hates her life. It drops F-bombs left and right to everybody. Like she's vulgar. She's funny. She's great. She's great in that show.
0: So as, as we look at one more, you know, here in limited series, I really don't love talking about this limited series because I think once again, it's going to go to Watchmen, but we'll go through it. Jeremy Irons from Watchmen, Hugh Jackman from Bad Education, Paul Mescal from Normal People, which is something that I've been meaning to get to the, you know, the watch the Ringer podcast loves the show. It's an Irish um, revamping of a, of a, like a romance novel. And then Jeremy Pope, Hollywood, and Mark Ruffalo, I know this much is true. I'm you, going have you seen?
1: Have you seen I, I, know, I Know This Much Is True? I have not. Mark Ruffalo plays identical twins, like, simultaneously throughout the uh, show. Like, that's
0: good. Is that your pick?
1: That's, that's, that's going to win because that's so hard to, pur- to pull off. Yeah, I, that's really well I, done. Once again, I haven't finished the whole show, but I've watched a good amount of it. <laughs> that's the theme of the show as well. Josh not finishing television shows. This usually doesn't happen but he's so good. And that's so hard. Like you, like you have to like play, and there's, there are two completely different roles. Like one of them like, is like a younger brother who has like problems that has like, like special needs problems. And the other one is like serious and is like, like a drunk kind of like, right. sorry, of character. And so he has to like change the roles right away. Like imagine acting that and just completely changing your mind, probably having to get, to get really into the role and then get yourself out of it right away. And I think that's super impressive.
0: Then we have lead actress in a limited series, Kate Blanchett, Mrs. America, Shira Haas, Unorthodox, Regina King, Watchmen, Octavia Spencer, Self Made, and your girl, Carrie Washington, Little Fires Everywhere.
1: But can you repeat the first three again?
0: Yep. Kate Blanchett in Mrs. America. Okay. Shira Haas, who played the main woman in Unorthodox, Regina King mm. from Watchmen, Octavia Spencer, and Carrie Washington. I love so- Octavia Spencer, but I have not seen Self Made
1: um Regina King was freaking great in Watchmen but Kerry Washington was also really great as we said in Making he this is a Hate Her This is a hard one. Once this again we're really, split.
0: Really, yeah, we're split on this. Where I'm I think go, I think as long as one of us gets the right one here, I think we're going to be happy.
1: I think Regina King is oh. going to take take the cake.
0: Yeah, I'm going Regina King as well. I told you she I really think great. it's going to be a Watchmen sweep. That show was just the best thing on television and now especially. It was so good with all of the political implications and how many people didn't know about the Tulsa massacres until watching that right. show. And now you feel like, okay, at least I'm a little bit more you know, informed in that right. capacity. And now, especially how important it is, especially with the, you know, the, the rally being held in Tulsa and they had to move the day mm-hmm. because it was on you know that, that anniversary. So yeah, I'm going Watchmen, you're going King, going Watchmen as well. Supporting actor in a drama series, Josh. I think we got to get a little bit of rapid fire going here so Giancarlo Esposito in breaking excuse me in Better Call Saul, Bradley Whitford Handmaid's Tale, Billy Crudup and Mark Duplass in Morning Show, Nicholas Braun, Kieran Culkin and Matthew McFadden Succession and then Westworld gets a nom wow Jeff Wright gotta oh love Jeff God. Wright you know what he's the best so at least they gave Come him a little on. bit I can't stand that the show's bad I- but Jeff Wright was good he got put in a shitty situation.
1: Whatever. Anyways, I'm going to go with uh, Kieran Colkin in succession.
0: Yeah, this is tough. I think it has to be one of the succession boys. Um,
1: He's freaking hilarious.
0: They're all amazing. I, I'm going to go with Tom. He was in the spotlight the most this yeah. season, and he People really knocked him. it out. People love he, him. He, uh, I'm just going to say, no spoilers involved. There is a, a grand jury hearing. Okay? And he is the star of the show. And it is just, it's just unbelievable television. Um, I don't think any of them won it last year. Let me look really quickly. Um, What was it? Supporting in a drama, right? So let's see. Last year it was Peter Dinklage. So Dinklage won for Game of Thrones. A lot of those, yeah, there was a lot of Game of Thrones kind of like, here you go because you're done last year so yeah. let's see supporting actress this one is probably the toughest one i would say so we've got laura dern and meryl streep for big little lies which doesn't that feel like years ago that second season aired helen bottom carter for the crown we'd love for you to come on peaky blinders samira wiley for handmaid's tale fiona shaw for killing eve julia gardner for ozark who plays the curly haired uh badass sarah snook for succession and another westworld Dandy newton this is a stacked category.
1: Big Little Lies was so long. I'm going to go with Big Little Lies.
0: Which one? Streep or Dern?
1: Laura Dern is great. Like, she's so good at playing that char- Like that, that. specific character.
0: Damn, we're on the I, same page, Josh. We I got the same one. Yeah,
1: I hated Meryl Streep. Like, like Laura, Laura Dern, like, you know a, a, an actress is good when they can play diverse different roles and different, different, different roles that they play. Like she plays that that bitchy, you know, suburban, you know, stuck-up housewife, and it so well.
0: I'll tell you what, though, Julia Gardner was really, really good in that second season, but she won. She won last year. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, no, 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 accent. for sure.
0: But uh, I don't, I don't think she had enough in this third season to get it. I think Big Little Lies, Laura Dern, I've got it with you. Same thing. Supporting actor in a comedy series. We've got Andre Brar in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the awesome, you know head police man william jackson harper i can't even, i just forgot the name of what the head of like a precinct is called william jackson harper in the good place alan arkin in the kaminsky method sterling k brown again and- <laughs> but this time for no this time for marvelous miss mazel because ah. he plays the manager of the main singer tony Shalhub, who won you know the guy from monk who won last year for marvelous miss mazel mahershala ali for rami Kenan Thompson for Saturday Night Live. Good for Kenan, still on the show. And Dan Levy for Schitt's Creek. Dan Levy. Dan Levy. Another Levy.
1: No, I mean, he's hilarious. I mean, that's, that's Eugene Levy's son. He's, yeah, they got the same eyebrows. No, he's really funny in that show. Like, I don't love Schitt's Creek at all. It kinda, it's kind of cringe sometimes, and like, it kind of like tries too hard, in my opinion. But he's super funny.
0: I am torn. Let me, uh, let me think about it. I think I'm going to go with William, William Jackson Harper. He's uh, he's like the, 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 the scientist. He plays "cheaty" in, in Good Place. And I got to give a little bit of love to a show that was just so good. And I'm not sure if he's going to win, but that one felt like a toss-up. Supporting actress in a comedy series as we wrap this one up. Um, a lot of names that I'm having a tough time to pronounce, so that'll be fun. First, Betty Gilpin in Glow, which I watched. Feels like a long time ago. She is beautiful and great. Darcy Carden in The Good Place, Yvonne Orji in Insecure, Alex Borstein and Maren Hinkle in Marvelous Miss Maisel. Borstein is the one from Family Guy, Kate McKinnon and Cecily Strong for Saturday Night Live, and Annie Murphy for *Shit's Creek. Saturday Night Live? Yeah, they're getting a lot of love. Kate McKinnon's great, though, I will say. No,
1: she's great. I mean... What were the first, the first couple? I kind of like,
0: yeah, well you got Betty Gilpin from glow. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to go with Darcy Carden. I just, uh, I just love the good place. And I think if they're going to win something, it would be here. She's the one that plays the, the AI unit who's always uh, popping around. Um, What was the name? It was uh, uh, Janet. Yeah. So that's, that's my pick.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with uh. Marvelous Miss Maisel once again, just because the 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 prowess of the show and how everyone loves it so much. Um, yeah, so, are you going with the the, the Family Guy, the, the mom the, the from the Two one and, and, who, and
0: a Half Men, or the Family no, Guy? Oh yeah, the Alex. Family
1: Guy one. Yeah, who's like she is the uh, she's like the uh, comedian like coach kind of
0: person, right? Yep. she like yep. covers her. She won it last year, actually, so she's trying to go back to back. Supporting yeah, yeah. actor in a limited series. This I think we can. Uh, we can kind of fly through these, Josh. And it's Dylan McDermott, Hollywood, Jim Parsons, Hollywood, Titus Burgess, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Yana Abdul Mateen, the second watchman, Yovan Adepo Watchman, Louis Scottett Junior watchman. I'm going with Abdul Mateen. He played the God.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with that as well. Just we're we're we're, we're on the same page here.
0: Yeah. I think, I think Watchmen, like I said, it's, if you guys have any betting pools, I'm going to go ahead and just put my money all on Watchmen on all the limited series. Here we go. Supporting actress. Um, this one's tough limited series because I have to look them, most of them up. So uh, let's skip this right now and see, cause we're running out of time here. Reality competition. Let's have some fun. The mask singer nailed it. RuPaul's drag race, top chef and the voice coin flip time, Josh. Can you repeat that? I don't even know any of those. Yeah, The Masked Singer on Fox, Nailed It on Netflix, RuPaul's Drag Race on VH1, Top Chef on Bravo and The Voice. Uh, uh, just just uh, no Ru- you don't th- you don't think we sh- do you do you think we should just not even pick those because I, it's I just team?
1: I just don't have any like I didn't watch so like I, I I I have no idea.
0: That's true. Okay, let's uh, let's go to variety talk series. Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Full Frontal with Samantha B. Jimmy Kimmel live. Last week tonight with John Oliver. Late show with Stephen Colbert. Is that not I, is that not something you want to go over either? No, we don't no, have no. to.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with, with late show with Stephen Colbert. I think John Oliver kind of goes like tries tries too hard sometimes.
0: I'm gonna give it to Trevor Noah this time. I I hate, I, love I, hate, John I, Oliver. I hate Trevor
1: Noah. I think he's so not funny.
0: Okay. Well, I think America likes him. All right, this is a fun one. I've never seen this category character voiceover performance. All uh-huh. right. You've got Maya Rudolph in The Big Mouth, How to Have an Orgasm as Connie the Hormone Monstrous. You've got Leslie Odom Jr in Central Park Episode 1. You've got Wanda Sykes in Crank Yankers on Comedy Central. Taika Waititi in The Mandalorian. Bart Simpson for The Simpsons, Nancy Cartwright and Hank Azaria for The Simpsons. Again. I'm going
1: to go with Leslie Odom in Central Park. The first yeah. episode was great. It, kind of, it, it just reminded me of Hamilton, in that first episode. So I'm going to go with Leslie Odom Jr.
0: And I'm going to go with Taika Watiti. As much as I love Maya Rudolph, I don't think they're going to say the word orgasm on ABC. So therefore, I don't think that's going to win. And The Mandalorian is awesome. And Taika Watiti is also awesome. He was the star and director of Jojo Rabbit, if you remember mm-hmm. that. Then Animated Program, we're getting to the end here. Big Mouth, Bob's Burgers, BoJack Horseman, Rick and Morty, The Simpsons.
1: Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. It was, it was great to have to have it this season. Like, it was great to have it back. Like, it, it was great. There's some really great episodes. I loved it.
0: Yeah, and you know what's weird? The season is actually long, but we you yeah. know, split up into two different parts. I'm going BoJack Horseman. It was an incredible finish to the season, and I think it's something that the Emmys would probably give on top of Rick and Morty that's just my guess probably
1: it's more Um, like yeah brick and morty's it it caters to a certain audience
0: all right last one here production design for a narrative contemporary program big little lies the handmaid's tale killing eve morning show ozark
1: production design yeah i'm gonna go with ozark just because it's like it's different it's like a different environment you know what i mean
0: yeah, that's this is a tough one. I'll tell you right now, talking it out, I'm definitely between Big Little Lies and Killing Eve. I'm gonna go with Killing Eve. They mm-hmm. they're they're constantly going around the world. They have beautiful dresses, and it's uh, it's a fantastic you know overall production. And you know there actually is production design for like all of these categories. I'm not gonna do that. We're gonna skip it. We're gonna skip casting. See if there's one more that we could end it on. Don't want to do casting, cinematography. No. What do you, uh, let's see, one last thing. If we were to have one more, I know we're, people that are still listening, good for you guys. Here at the end of this Emmys episode, costumes, no. Josh, there are so many categories. Directing for a comedy. All right, direct, let's go directing for a drama. We've got okay. the, the Crown, Ooh. Homeland. Oh my God, Homeland is still happening. That is crazy. The show sucks. The Morning Show, Ozark. Succession. Again, it's, it's really just Ozark versus Succession really. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm going to go with Succession just cuz
0: I know people are in love with it and it's an HBO show so that's going to get a lot of love. And you know what? In the same way that we started it, we'll end it where you pick Succession, I'll pick Ozark just for the uh the fact that one of us can be right and one of us can be wrong and we're excited to reach back out with you guys our podcast community once the Emmys air. So be a little bit of like, you know, well, one month fun Josh and I, you know, probably throw a couple hundred dollars on this. Who knows? But if you guys want to send us your picks, we will read your picks. If whoever got the most right, if you beat Josh or I, just send it to us on Facebook or email or Patreon. Any of those things that you guys want to email is B-O-O-T Peaky Blinders, at gmail.com. And that'll wrap up this marathon episode of Josh and I talking about shows that mainly I have watched. Josh? <laughs>
1: It was, it was fun breaking breaking down shows that, that I haven't watched, but some that I have watched and some that I know a lot about, so it doesn't matter.
0: And you know what? Those are all of the options for you. So if you guys haven't seen shows, doesn't mean you can't talk about it. Proof right here. Thanks so much for listening. He's Josh. I'm Daniel. We binge so you don't have to.